Welcome back, snack fans, to the Gling Snack Run Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hernia. What's up, fuckers? Uh, I'm your co-host, Brady Brady. Yes, that's Brady Brady. And this is uh, podcast number 12, I think? Maybe 13? I don't know, motherfucker. We lost count. We're halfway to 100. Yeah, we, we lost count halfway through. I'm so up to you, yep. We've been doing this for ages. We're like right there. We are. We're so close to 100 followers as of right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, right when we get 100, and you guys are gonna love this treat. Right when we get to 100 followers, we're Mm -hmm. gonna make out on camera. Yeah, and then or Brady's gonna take 50 whiplashes to his butt. A hundred for every follower. I like the making out thing a little better, but mm-hmm. that's just me. And just YouTube, me. I know you're watching YouTube. I know you're watching. So when we get to our hundred followers, you better send us our plaque mm-hmm. or our, our medal. Hear me out. Hear me out. We should be uh, on our once when we get a hundred subscribers. Okay. We buy each other shock collar collars. Okay. We buy each other shock collars, and whenever I'm with you, whenever you say something I don't like, I zap it. And then, <laughs> and then whenever I say something you don't like, you zap it. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. Here's okay. the catch. Every shock costs a dollar from the person shocking. No, uh, my shock collar doesn't work the whole time. So you're the only one getting shocked. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> you're the, the whole only- time. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't or wait. Or every time you say something controversial and something we're going to have to edit out, I shock you and mm. the edit starts at the shock and it ends at the end of the shock. Like how big titties aren't like everything they're cut out to be. Maybe sometimes people just like no, medium-sized titties. Yeah, hey, a little bit. They're a super little bit. I mean, all women are beautiful. Here's the thing. No doubt. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm listening. Back problems. Is that worth it? Uh, in large nipples, the size of your fist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girls don't even like the big titties. Like if a girl, a girl would rather have small titties than big titties. Mm. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I mean because we know so much. And us, <laughs> us being hetero males, heterosexual males on with the a low, little homosexual yeah, male tendencies, yeah. uh-huh, mm. we know what they like and what they don't. And like. welcome on back to the Snack Run Podcast, your one shop stop for all your pop culture, TV show, movies. <laughs> titties and anime needs you heard it ladies and gents and big titty girls Mm -hmm. uh if you like anime pop culture all that good stuff this is your exact location where you need to be and boy oh boy me and ryan got some hot topics what we're gonna discuss plop your big old dick down and take a seat it's about to get spicy up in this beat and this episode is sponsored by celsius if you don't like artificial flavors and if you don't like bad stuff in your drinks celsius Mm -hmm. it's the way to celsius go i prefer water you're gonna ruin our ad placement. Yeah, you're ruin yeah, no, our product no. placement, man. They pay us good money for this. Oh yeah. They pay us yeah. a whole two dollars. I, I think we're actually in the whole like around like five hundred dollars. I think more. more. Than, <laughs> I think more. Honestly. Really? You think oh, so? hundred percent. I think. I think. Uh, from the time that it was at my apartment, mm. maybe around four hundred dollars a month, so around like twelve hundred dollars so far. Mm, Plus yeah. like the two, like the two hundred or so I put into it, so like around. Six hundred on my end. Plus, and then, you know, you know what you can't buy: love and kisses. You can't buy that on the streets. Not in America. You think at you least. could buy love and kisses out on the streets? America want nothing to do with that shit. Absolutely nada, nothing. America's like, 
Guns or love and kisses? Mm-hmm. Talk, talking about love and kisses, man. That's a great segue to go on to the segment you wanted to talk yes. about. Yes. Um, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant featuring Jake Gyllenhaal. I didn't even practice that line. I just said all those words. Wow. Look at you, man. I just said all those words without Look stuttering. That's a, great, that's a great opening A line. lot of character development for Ryan because I'm always like, I'm always like, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, go, let me go. check my phone. I'm That's like, what my... fucking life is all about improvements. And look at you. you yeah, you improve. I used to only fit. Never mind. I was gonna say. <laughs> let me guess. I used to only fit three dicks in my mouth, and now I only fit four. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we can all fit four dicks yeah, in our mouth. Of what, you think you're special? <laughs> you're not <laughs> no special. Here's a number to my therapist. She can fit six. <laughs> <laughs> if my doctor didn't even have a kitchen, it's a kitchenette. Let's be honest. <laughs> if my doctor didn't even ask. He just put it in. <laughs> this is John Mulaney bit. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, as a recording of this podcast, like probably four days, three days ago, mm-hmm. I watched um, the new movie called The Covenant um, featuring Jake Gyllenhaal. And actually, oh. he was the main selling point for me. Really? Jakey Jake. Yeah. Do you, what's I, your favorite Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Uh, Knight Rider. Or is it called Nightcrawler? It's Knight Rider. He basically plays this like crazy, obsessed, like taxi night driver who like kills his passengers. He's really? like super crazy. And like, cause you know, he's really good at playing like the bad, sadistic bad guy. That's just, you know, you're really good at playing what you are in real life. So um, he's really good at that. So he plays like this crazy taxi, like, no, it's called like Nightcrawler where he goes and he bounty hunts people at nighttime in his car. It's really crazy. You think it, he's crazy in real life looking? Oh, yeah. Look at him. That man fucking has bags under his eyes. Any man who has bags under their eyes. I'm like, eyes. oh, shit. I think I do too. <laughs> he's like, shit, give me some ice. Give me some ice. Do you think that Jake Gyllenhaal was in the right or in the wrong for breaking up with Taylor Swift? I mean, I don't fucking care. Like <laughs> that's, that's the fucking thing. Like, yeah, like well, people, I don't have a pussy, yeah, so pussy, people are. I said pussies. Uh, people are so hung up on it. It's like it was years ago, and like I don't care who's in the wrong or who's in the right. Like I like them both. I like Jake Jolton Hall for being a great actor. I like Taylor Swift for releasing good music. I literally, but she was in Cats. Do you, you don't think she gave a stellar performance? Like in here's Cats? the thing. So people like, oh, Jake and Jill Hall was 15 years older than her. She was. He was grooming her. It's like 15 years. Yeah. It's like uh, maybe something like that it was pretty that's why people like jink Jill hall was grooming taylor swift and i'm like yes the relationship didn't work out but relationship is two-way street it, she would also have to want to date him for him to date her so like yeah maybe he wasn't the best but they were at two very different points of their life you heard it here first folks age is just a number no, she was fucking legal she was fucking legal she just wasn't like, i'm kidding i'm kidding the, the, i'm pulling your dick brother look i'll put it back there you how go how many dicks can you fit in your mouth well, back to, if you're done with your large tangent, I want to get back to the covenant real quick. Okay, go for it. So there's two fantastic movies out right now about um like kind of like war slash like guns slash like veterans slash like uh, badass movies. Yeah. One is the covenant, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I was like, one's the covenant, <laughs> and the second one yeah, is one, <laughs> and then fifth, <laughs> uh, and then the second one is. The Mario movie. No. Uh, the Mario movie, yeah. <laughs> Sisu. Oh, Sisu. You told me about Sisu. Yeah, so po- last podcast I talked about Sisu. Yeah, I don't think the Mario movie has to do with war. Well, it's kind of war. Yeah, well, I mean, Bowser declares war on the Mushroom Kingdom, my Fuck, guy. It totally is a war movie. Do you think that Bowser is grooming Peach? What's your take on that? Oh, it, creatures are just a person. Or no, 100%. Whatever. Was Bowser in the wrong for kidnapping Peach? 
he's just a man trying to get love. I mean, did he kidnap her, or was she kind of willing? Like, oh my god, oh, my oh gosh, no, she she, she was, on Monday toad. Ah. She was so willing because he didn't like forcefully grab her. He's like, oh, if you come with me, your family won't die. So that's technically not like he didn't physically grab her. Mm, mm. He was just Technicalities. Like, uh, Everyone uh, take note. He fucking gave her an ultimatum. Mm. Ultimatums are totally different. Mm, mm, homie. All right. So back to if you're done with your long tangents um the company <laughs> was really great <laughs> uh jake Gyllenhaal absolutely crushes role as usual jakey jake jakey jake marky mark um there wasn't really any other notable actors in this movie i mean kind of not really but it was a it was a, it wasn't a true story but it, it felt like a true story about a uh uh, like a general, mm-hmm. uh, so he was like a captain, and he went in with his squad yeah. to go find. Um, it, it was like it was like in 2015 where they were trying to find like different plans in Iraq to see who was building these like weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, and then um, his interpreter, his interpreter was kind of like a, a hardened, like uh, rough around the edges kind of guy, mm-hmm. and basically um, they walked into a trap. Him and his squad, oh, for real? and then only Jake and his interpreter were left alive. Oh. But um, they had to make their way back to their base. Uh, it was very sad because all, all, all their palm, all their mm-hmm. comrades died, and they had to make it back to their base. But then Jake got injured, and so the interpreter built him a little like a uh, stretcher and carried him back like oh. ten miles back to the base by himself. Yes, wow. and he had to avoid enemies. It was really intense the whole time. That's crazy. And that's only half the movie. And then the second half was um, Jake. Uh, since he was he was an immigrant, it was an interpreter who was an immigrant. Yeah. He went back to Iraq to get him out of there because his family was being hunted by Fuck. the Taliban. Um, you're familiar with the Taliban. No, no, I'm familiar with the Taliban. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, think, you're in that Facebook group. I, I think we're all familiar with the Taliban. Yeah. You know, um, we don't stand by them. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you're... If you're yeah, nope. Yep. Nope. Anyway, I anyway. <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, yeah. It's it's a man's movie. Um, would I pay to go see it? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. I I told you about the Zac Efron war movie, right? Did I tell you about the Zac no. Efron? No. So, um, for your people who are for my people for for you guys who uh, are not aware, um, Zac Efron was in a military movie. What was a comedy military movie? Um, ask me the name. I don't know. Um, but uh, it <laughs> like was a mil- saving Private yeah. Ryan. No. Uh, basically, the whole plot was Zac Efron was hopping military base to military base secretly. Not even secretly. Publicly just saying, hey, I'm just trying to bring my friend a beer. Well, in the government, the government's very scared of I want to know about this movie. Because yeah. this is the second time you brought up on the podcast. Yeah. Second time. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't... I want I want to know the name of it so I can watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could tell you the name, but I don't know. Is this your story? But, I, no, it can't be. It can't be. Basically, for you guys who don't know, uh, the government is like just really not scared, but they're like fearful of the FBI because they're like always lurking. So all the people in the military think Zac Efron is part of the FBI when he's honestly not. He's just trying to bring beer to his friend uh, who's in the military. So Zac Efron's going, getting treated like a king, hopping military base to military base. Not saying he's part of the FBI. And it's a comedy or is it an action? It's, it's a comedy. It's 100% a comedy. Like, Zac Efron has like a weird mustache on and he talks in an accent like this. I'm just trying to bring beer to my friend. And every time like he meets up with a military guy, he's like, fuck. 
the FBI. Okay, what do you want? Do you need me to fly you somewhere? Do you want this full course meal? Mm. Like, what what do you want? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, oh, playing hard to get, huh? Okay. So it, it looks really fun and mm. it's it's super awesome. But I'm like, what a creative approach. Because like the main focus, and this reminds me of the focus of like a lot of the early 2000 like movies where like there's objective, the beer, and you're just trying to get it somewhere. And that's the whole movie. And then stuff happens. Or like, like or like, it, you, right, in the early 2000s, even in some of the 90s, there was a really simple objective. Yeah. Like um, David Bueller's, Spencer Bueller's day off, or whatever his fucking name was. Yeah. And it was like, he had a day off, and he made the most of it. Yeah. And like, um, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. They just want to go to White Castle, and they're really fucking high. Yeah. Or like... Um, uh, super bad. All they want to do bad. is get beer and throw a party. Right. And the stuff happens happens around the really exactly, simple plot. Like, exactly. I miss those fucking... Uh, Dude, was where's my car? He's just trying to find his car. Yeah, um, fucking... What's it called? Uh, the Last Day where End of the World it has Seth Rogen and all his friends. Oh, uh, the, This is the End? This is the End. They're all fucking just trying that, to survive. That's my, one of my favorite fucking movies. It's so funny. That movie feels like my brain sometimes. Yeah, they're like... Just like they're chaotic like, okay, and funny. Okay, what we have? Three bottles of water, 86 bottles of tequila, 48 <laughs> cans of beer, four uh, Twinkies. A pack of uh, Lucky Charms and... And a, twi- a Twix. We can survive off of this. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day, um, Danny McBride like, eats half of it. It's so fun. Yeah. I, I do miss those movies where it's just like big name actors all having fun in a movie. <laughs> what the hell, McBride? Why is my Why is my Playboy have a bunch of cum all over it? What was it? Well, because I'm a man. I'm a man. I, I've got cum all over it. You bring out some fucking cum in my house. I will shoot your dick off. You know, he's like, bring it. You don't have no bullets, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one movie where James Franco was the boyfriend of the daughter of the main character? The main character's like this old grouchy man. I think it was Steve Carell. Spider-Man. No, 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 no. Shut up. Uh, it was like Steve Carell and he had this daughter and he didn't like the daughter's boyfriend and the boyfriend was James Franco and he was this rich millionaire. Oh, he got, he got that's n- my boy. Is it? That's my boy? No. That's, no, uh, you motherfucker. No. Adam Sandler and no. uh, Andy Samberg. But yeah, it was a movie about James Franco just being a, like a douchey boyfriend and the father not liking and then obviously early 2000 trope or at the end of the movie, the father's like, you know what? This guy's not a bad guy. But the boyfriend was like super rich and James Franco was like naked, drunk, swimming in his fish tank and stuff. Mm. And the fish tank like falls and he pees I, all over I the I don't bed. know. Yeah, it wasn't like huge. It wasn't like, oh, this is the James Franco movie. It wasn't like one of those movies. Um, I love James Franco. Uh, I wasn't say, um, me and a coworker last night were actually looking at uh, Zac Efron pictures yeah. because he got his jaw done. A while ago, yeah. It's different. I think he's growing into it. Physically and mentally, he's growing into it. The thing about that, though, is that, like, in my personal opinion, and this is, like, my own personal non-homoerotic opinion. You think I, it's too sexy? I, no, I don't think anything was wrong with him. I don't think, in my personal opinion, and, like, you know, I'm just some guy with a podcast. Who mm-hmm. am I? Yeah. But I don't – I think he looked handsome. I don't think he looks Crucify bad. me. Kill me. I, I don't think he looks bad. A lot of people – I think Touch the, me. The mo- Jerk me off. He looked fine. Anyway. I think the most bizarre was the before and after. He took a picture before and after, and he was just really swollen up from the surgery. Because, you know, after having a crazy surgery like that, you swell up a lot because your bones and skin and tissue is very sensitive. I think that picture was kind of offsetting. But after it, like, settled in and stuff like that, after he did a couple rolls, took a couple pictures, it started to, like, settle in. And, like, I think he looks fine. I think he does uh, look handsome. Okay. But, like, because right after surgery, he looked like a fucking Minecraft character, just a straight, like, square Yeah, head. I saw him 
a meme one time that was like, yo, pray for my cousin. Nothing wrong with him, but like, he looks like a motherfucking Lego block. And he's like a, a guy with like a fucking square head. Yeah, like, he had that problem, but I think that was just the swelling. Now he looks fine. Like, he doesn't look like the Zac Efron we grew up with, but like, he looks fine. For sure. I mean, I guess. I'm just, I'm just trying to say that, like, mm-hmm. Like I think he looked fine to begin with. It's sort yeah. of like sort of like trying to fix something that didn't need fixing. I don't know. I don't know. It's a personal I preference. I, I I know, but it, it's, it's just it's like kind of kind of like how you might have an insecurity about something, but everybody like else. Like what? I don't know. What's your insecurities? What the side of my the, my side profile, my weirdly shaped legs? Okay, let's say hypothetically you do have weird shaped legs. To you, hypothetically, you might think it's weird, but to everybody else, it's like, oh yeah, that's fine. It could be the same with Zac Efron. We kind of picture him as like the sexiest motherfucker out there, but to his to himself and his own mind, he's like, my jaw is not what it's supposed to be. So let me fucking my get some. my jaw is enjoying. No, I, 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 guess, I, get, I get where you're coming from, but there's also a, a dark half of the moon where I feel like Hollywood makes people get, get people so in their heads about like their appearance mm-hmm. that they get, uh, maybe they're, they're alone for too long and these thoughts fester and they decide to do some crazy stuff or like reinvent themselves. Mm-hmm. And I get that to a degree. I mean, you Hollywood know? definitely has that effect on people, depending right. on the actor who affects And the poor, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just saying like, because that's how you get hired. Like sometimes Hollywood's looking for a type of person in a role, and maybe the actor's just not that. Um, fucking Steve from Blues Clues. I was actually watching a video about him. Uh, he was saying that when he first went out for Blues Clues, the kids loved him. Like he was super great, super great for the role. But the producers, they're like, he's not handsome enough. He's too ugly. Like blah blah blah. It doesn't the matter. The original guy? Yeah, Steve, the original guy from Blues Clues. They were like, he's too ugly. He's blah. We want like a pretty boy. And it's like, but Steve ended up. Up, they went they went with Steve because the kids didn't react well with the pretty boy they had but like the Hollywood producers always have like a vision it's like doesn't matter what you look like they're always looking for something else so it could have been with true it's, that's why that's why uh, it's good that uh, Rotten Tomatoes has like the critic score which is like oh the industry and then it's like the audience score the critic score is so bullshit nowadays usually yeah it doesn't, it doesn't Yo, line up. speaking of which Brady I'm about, I'm about to make you get excited you ready okay, yeah. I might want to contain your boner for this one okay. but after after I think 70 after uh, what was it like 96 reviews after 96 96, 96 reviews the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is sitting pretty did I talk about this already no it's sitting pretty at an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Critic scores. Whoa! Wow! Wow! Put that in your pipe and smoke it, big boy. Wow, that's actually 76, you said? Oh, it's like, it's like 96 reviews. Oh, my bad. Like, like, <laughs> like 90 people wrote the reviews about it. Okay. And it's it's sitting at like an, at like an 80% right now. Yeah, that's good. But for like critics, I always think the fan reaction is a lot better than the critics. Because like what? Fucking Mario movie got like 70 or 60. No, it got way less than that. It got like a 50%. Yeah, but the fans fucking love it. Nice. The same with, uh, there was in the fucking another movie. I forget. It was probably Marvel. Oh, it was Ant-Man, Quantumania. Not everybody loved that movie, but we liked it. We fucking liked it. We liked it. I I won't say it was great, but no. it was good. A lot, uh, and critics were giving it like 40, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was one of the lowest like Marvel movies, but we Next liked it. Next to Immortals, right? Eternals, Eternals. Eternals, yeah. It was like, I think I actually think it's the lowest, honestly, for the crit- for the critic. I just don't believe the critics. Like, who the fuck are these critics like judging these movies? Like, I just go off the fan nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it's good that The Guardian is wrapping up with this movie. But, are they but, wrapping but, up? But, 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 I, I, 
a big part of me doesn't want it to end. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A big part of me doesn't want it to end. I don't think they're ending. Low key. It's going to be a different lineup, but I don't think they're ending. Gamora's out. Uh, I know that for sure. I know that. You Qu- know that for sure, Chris though? wants to. Chris wants to keep going. You know, okay, here's the thing. Based off, not the actor's contracts. Don't think about the actor's contracts. Who's not leaving this movie? Like, who's dying in this movie? Oh, who's dying? Who's, Who, like, who's like leaving their oh, body? Okay, I'm, right. Here, here's a question for you. I'm, I'm listening. In Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, okay. who's not coming out of this movie alive? Drax, the robot girl. Mm-hmm. So Nebula and Drax. You're thinking Nebula and Drax, and who else? That's it. I That's think, it, I really? think those two... I th- they're not going to kill Gamora, I, because uh, she's already died. This is, uh, this is what I think. For Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I really think Drax and Rocket Raccoon aren't coming out of this movie alive. Rocket Raccoon is like is a Marvel staple. He's a Marvel staple, but in the story, this volume three is all about Rocket Raccoon, about his creation, about how he doesn't fit in. I think he's gonna do something at the very end to kind of sacrifice himself, and then Drax is gonna kind of join along. Or here's a big ballsy move: I think Drax is even gonna die halfway through. We're not gonna see a lot of Drax in the movie, and then Rocket Raccoon's gonna follow him because that's what the whole movie is about. It's Rocket Raccoon's origin and how he came to be. So why? I don't not, know. I didn't even know that. Yeah, why not give him a proper send off? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you watch the trailers, the whole thing is about him like not fitting him. It shows like the flashback of him as a little mini raccoon, like tied up, and then it shows him like just naked and afraid, just like the movie or the TV show Naked and Afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. Yeah, I think Nebula's fine, which weird because like from the first Guardians and the second Guardians, I was like, okay, this Nebula girl is not fucking making it out alive. But after like Endgame, I was like, okay, now she's part of the main cast. Like she's not doing it. She's not going. I didn't think Mantis was gonna be like an actual. What's crazy? Because Mantis is one of the best guardians right now. Her abilities, like like she can like put people to sleep, right? Not not even like ability wise. I think just comedic wise and like her character. Like everybody fucking loves her. She was in something. She was in something that was like way early on. I can't remember what it was. She was in Pitch Perfect. Was she? Yeah, she was also in. She was also in something else that like I remember enjoying quite a bit. She's great. She's absolutely <clears throat> great. What's that scene? Was it in Guardians of the Galaxy Two, <clears throat> where uh, she got hit by like a like like scrap or like a meteor, and then like after she got hit, Drax is like, "Mantis, watch out!" After she got hit, it was so <laughs> funny. Yeah, she. I think she's great. Uh, yeah, but honestly, that's my. She was also in this movie called Babysitters. Um, I think one. Yeah, one. Was it pretty good? It was actually really good. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a horror comedy. What's so weird is like I know the celebrities by their names. But after I see them in makeup and without makeup, like the Nebula girl looks nothing like... Yeah, yeah you didn't recognize her. Yeah, she, she looks nothing like what she does in real mm. life. I mean, that's what, the, you know, Hollywood makeup's all about. That's, that's what, what, that's what like, it does. Yeah. I mean, she's supposed to be a robotic blue alien, so of course I'm not going to mm. recognize her. But like after seeing her like in person, I was like, what the fuck? That's We've talked... Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> We've talked a lot about the Guardians and um, Marvel yeah. in recent memory. Of the last five, five, five minutes or so, mm-hmm. I wanted to actually take it, kind of take it somewhere a little more rooted in reality. If that's okay. cool with you, all right. Get back we're, to we're reality. Gonna... Hey, there goes gravity. My arms are spaghetti. <laughs> uh, something, something that's like something that's like you know, it's, it's been way in my heart, and my mind <clears throat> for a long time. And I was like, you know, I should talk to God about this. And I said, no, I'm going to talk to Brady about this. Um, Brady... That's, a, that's a good alternative. <laughs> That's amazing because I know so much. I can provide you the knowledge you're looking for. This guy right here, yeah. this East Coast uh, motherfucker, can like, provide you like, so God much knowledge. Send me an angel, and he's like, and then Brady gave me a call. He's like, oh, thanks. 
Hello? God sent me an angel and said you get a Boston, Bostonian going, hey, I'm parking here. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a joke from like uh, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, for like, remember? She's like, God sent me an angel. It's like, Stitch, Stitch like, like crash land in oh, Hawaii. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like screaming, autistically screaming everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, so Brady, yeah. in the events of a zombie apocalypse, what's your first move, brother? My first move in the events of a zombie apocalypse, low key. Like, it's nothing crazy because I know my own limitations, but it's get rations, making sure that I'm safe and the people I'm Your around. son's safe? My, my son, my wife, making sure the people around me are safe. Get rations, get as much food and supplies as possible, and just lock myself away <laughs> in the in my, like, a room, apartment, house, whatever it is. Okay. And just isolate myself for the longest time and kind of wait it out. Once when the rations are gone, that's where I will kind of, like... Because the whole thing is just surviving. I don't care what you fuck. You're like a lot of people are like, oh man, go out and fucking kill and fight zombies, motherfucker. You're dying. Mm, you're fucking dying. Mm. It's a whole zombie apocalypse. Mm. You're fucking dying. I'm gonna do as much as I can to survive as much as I can. I honestly think if I just go to the store, steal a bunch of food, I could get rations for like three or four months and then wait it out because. The real heroes out there, the scientists and shit, maybe they'll firefighters, be... Firefighters, yeah, volunteer the, firefighters. Maybe the scientists will be able to find a cure by the time I'm done with my rations. Mm -hmm. So wait out the long game. But if not, then I will kind of go over in isolation to like a far out wasteland to like find food and maybe a farm or something super isolated. Okay. Ag again with the question, but make it funny. Okay. Again with the question. Okay. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to get my baseball bat and i'm gonna get my kunai i'm gonna duct tape i'm gonna fucking duct tape my kunai like to the baseball bat and i'm gonna start swinging around and once when my bat breaks mm. i'm gonna take my dog and start swinging him around <laughs> a little bit better okay was that better okay, I, I was okay i wasn't i wasn't okay. sure if you want realistic he's, he's gonna say funny next and then no next next part okay i'm gonna play off of that part so he kept talking. <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me give you a serious one. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I dig it. Yeah, that was and a that, serious that's one. That's a very practical way of going about it. Oh, it's 100%. I'm, at the end of the day, your main goal is survival. I don't care how cool right. you look. No one, during a zombie apocalypse, no one's looking and is like, wow, that guy's fucking cool. They're looking at it like, that guy knows how to you, fucking survive. You can look cool and survive at the same time. Look at uh, Michonne from uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, look at how that's fictional. I think, my, I think my mom's here. She's, she's, she's here to pick me up. <laughs> okay, tell me how you would survive in a funny way. <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. <laughs> um, so uh, that's hard. You, you fucking asked me. What do you mean it's hard? You asked me. Two words. Okay. Cabela's. Oh, that's that's good. Wow. but Cabela's would be the number one place where the zombies will be at. You know why? You know why? Because all the fucking Cabela type of people, you know what type of people they are. Yeah, they're like, you know who you are you're watching. Like, There's no fucking infection. We're good. <laughs> There's no... That's how the fucking infection gets there. <laughs> the vaccine, man. Do you ever, do you ever see anyone walk around who, with, a, with a vaccine who doesn't have AIDS? Exactly. <laughs> the, they're fucking getting... The Cabela... The theorists. Will be the, the Cabela's will be the headquarters of, of the zombies. The far-right gun-peddling theorists of surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Arizona, sorry. Surprise, Arizona is a small, shitty town we come from. People are like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so so for me, it'd be... Stop, stop, no, stop number one, 
Cabela's. Slot number two, Walmart. Obviously, you got to get the Twinkies, right? Because they don't, those don't go bad. Mm-hmm. Tuna, tuna doesn't go bad. So, lifetime supply off of Twinkies and tuna. Mm-hmm. And also, alcohol doesn't go bad either. So, you can get alcohol, tunas, Twinkies, and alcohol, and tuna. I think drugs and alcohol would be the thing I stay away from the most. Because they, they eat up your food supply and your water supply. But go on. Okay, great. Um, so I'll see you at the end of this thing when the Rubo survive, probably. <laughs> and then the last one, get this. Okay. Look, Twinkies? I don't know anyone who this day and age is like, Mom, Dad, let's go to Golden Corral. I don't think there's a lot. There's still not a lot. The one, the one from our hometown, uh, it it closed down. No, it's like a retirement, like funds type of place. Right. So no one's going there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold up at a Golden Corral or a Walmart rooftop. I mean, Golden Corral, there's a lot of food there, like a shit ton of food there. Oh, I, I was thinking more of the fact that like no one's gonna think oh, to go there. You weren't thinking <clears throat> about food. I was thinking about food because mm-hmm. like food supplies the main. Because like what I I don't think you could last more than like a week without food, like straight a week without. I think food. Jesus went forty days. Yeah, but my fucking was built different. We're not built like him. We are absolutely not built like Jesus. If you're built like Jesus or even close to it, go ahead and leave a comment down below. What was that rabbi? There's a rabbi in a different country. He was trying to he was trying to beat Jesus's record of uh, <laughs> he was trying to beat Jesus's record of not eating or drinking, and he he dies on the thirtieth day or the twentieth day. It wasn't even that long. He didn't even get halfway through the record. He's like, <clears throat> you know, I, I respect Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, my savior. Book. Well, he's not like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> billions and billions of days, no food. I'm the best who's ever done it. But he was like, I'm going for his record. Uh, like, <laughs> no, you're not. And he died. The, the rabbi, or it was a priest. I don't know where he was. But like, he died trying to be. That's him. funny. So like, we're not, we're not built like they were back in the day. I remember back in the day, they were living up to like 150 or something like that. More than that, dude. Um, Moses? No, Noah. Noah made to like... 850 years old. No way. Dead ass. Way. Watch this. Why, why can't What's I... Moses' last name? Hold on. What's Moses' last name? Christ. How long did Moses live to in the Bible? See? 120 years. Okay, that's a little bit different than the 800. 800 was cap. <laughs> oh, no. I fucking knew it wasn't 800. Hold on. <laughs> Absolutely wasn't 800. Fucking cap ass motherfucker. <laughs> Hold on, who am I thinking of? Is eight hundred fifty years old? It was that one broad. No, it was that one. The king. one broad. No, it was the <laughs> one. It was the one king who like slept with his slave. He like he was like fuck it. My wife is not producing kids. I'm, I'll tell you what. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Noah. Noah came before Moses. I meant Noah. My bad. Okay. Look. What's Noah's age? Nine hundred and fifty years old. No the, way. At the age of 950 years old, Noah, who shepherds God's creatures through the flood, died after he left behind three sons. Only three sons? At 950 years old, I'd have like 150 sons. Well, you probably stop. Your sperm bank probably stops producing. If your sperm bank is stopped producing, go ahead and leave a comment below. He left behind three sons from whom the race descended according to the Bible. And that's that's Google. So Google doesn't lie. But hear me out. Verified source. Hear me out. Did anybody ever verify that B.C. and A.A.D.? calendars operate differently we have 12 months a year maybe they only have four months a year i guess that's still fucking old well actually that is still pretty old yeah that, that at least puts them at 500 yeah I know. <laughs> maybe 
their calendar was like one month our time was a year of their time. Because at that point, I'm a, I'm well. In theory, if if one rotation around the sun is a year, I mean, they, they didn't. They didn't. What did the Earth just going like this the whole time? They didn't <laughs> fucking know that. They didn't fucking know that. I mean, shit. We didn't figure out gravity was a thing until the 1800s. Oh my gosh, I saw a, I saw a clip last night that was it was I'm not sure it was I hope it was I hope it was serious, but this girl was on a talk show and she's like, yeah, why don't we just what we don't even know what the world would have been like if we didn't invite if we didn't invent the thing and the guy was that's like fucking, that's fucking Trisha Paytas the and fucking then, dumbest ass and then motherfucker. She, the guy happened. was like invent gravity. Yeah, she's like yeah gravity we wouldn't know what the rule would be like if we didn't invent it yeah and he's I'm, like, glad, I'm glad our podcast isn't like that i mean it's close but it's not like that we, we should get some bimbos on this podcast so that we can appear smart bro yeah that's fucking trisha paytas she's like the dumbest motherfucker oh so you, you you know her oh yeah everybody knows Did she her. go to your school she, shut up <laughs> she's like 50 <laughs> how uh, old are you? no she's like what how old are you 40 40 and 50 are very different. Yeah, she was leaving high school when you were coming in. Yeah, obviously. I'm uh, always coming. You're always, yeah. That's that big hard dick of yours. Yeah, you can't stop me from always coming. Hey, isn't this... Dude, uh, one time on this, I was playing Smash Bros, uh-huh. and I, was, I started winning again, and I got... No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. No, uh, no, go on. That was a story we told last podcast, and Brady loved it. Leave a comment below if you think it's okay to get boners while playing video games. Personally, I think it's... While your friend's in the I think room. it's uh, ethically insane. Yes. But what you were saying a second ago? Uh, hear me out. I'm listening. Hear me out. Are you hearing me? I got a text. Are you hearing me? What is a movie you want to see? Just That's a that's a crazy question. Right? That's a crazy question. What's a movie you want to see? God bless this great nation. Oh, my lord. Um, Could literally be anything. It's such a broad question. I'm not really looking for my the two movies. Okay, so in the beginning of this whole podcast, one of our first segments was what movie, what movies are looking forward to this year, and two of them that I stated have already come out. Brady, mm. the Marvel movie and the Covenant. I thought Creed was one of your movies because Creed was very good. I'm gonna say uh, Guardians three, and then also I'm gonna say um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Oh, and Into the Spider-Verse. Is there any movie like you could think of on the top of your dome where what hasn't been announced, but you're like, oh, that wouldn't be such a great movie? Uh, so you're asking me like what kind of movie would anything, I like to see anything. produced? Yeah, what would you like to see? Like what would tickle your fancy in the movie theater? If they made us... Sonic 3, maybe. I mean, that's been announced, but I think Sonic 3 would be absolutely killer. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm getting fed really well. You, we I, are. I, we I are. Am. This is the best time to be a nerd. I agree. There's more Star Wars coming out. Yeah. There's more Marvel coming out. There's more, There's more like, uh, anime coming out all we the don't, time. We don't even have to, like, imagine what, what's coming out. More video game it, stuff it, is coming out? It yeah, just is. Yeah. yeah. Everything that's a big franchise is being made into something. I fucking love. And you know what's crazy? Um, kind of to go off the movie topic... Um, is like the past couple Transformers been all right? I know you hate Transformers. That's okay. I don't hate them. I don't think it's. I don't think it's good though. But I, well, here's the thing: the first two or three is pushing it, but the first two or three Transformers I actually fairly liked with Shia Buff. I think Marky Mark in the fourth one was all right. I, I love him as a person. But the newest one, have you seen the trailer? Wait, Mark Wahlberg was in those movies. Yeah, he was in four and five. I want to watch them now. Yeah, you literally should. He's a hot stud. He has a daughter in it. He has a daughter in it. He's a hot stud in it. But anyway, and he plays like an old, not old man, but like a middle-aged man. Anyway, um, the new movie actually looks 
kind of decent. Well, I really like it. because The CGI looks better. It looks better. What's crazy because CGI has just been terrible recently. You think so? Oh, yeah. Just In like, what? I mean, don't, I mean, don't say Ant-Man. Other than Ant-Man. <laughs> other than Ant-Man, all the other Marvel movies, DC movies, any movie you could think of. Don't say those. But um, <laughs> um, I just I think like CGI in the early not early mid 2000s just had a lot more time and heart behind it than it does now it it was wait what you saying that you saying that it had more heart then and it's shittier now here's the thing it just had a lot more time to be processed and growed now it's just like okay fx artists here's two pennies create this in two hours and that's what we're using back then they were like okay we have seven years to make this here's all the money you have in the world okay. it took time because the first one or two transformer movies for the time was absolutely even now it holds up absolutely phenomenal and the, but now you see like a superhero movie a marvel movie and you're like oh this is a multi-million billion dollar company and you're producing this like millions because, and millions because i think of like the transformers had good cgi or fx um i think um the ninja turtles have good cgi and fx i think any Fast and the Furious movie had good CGI and FX. There we have one. all those movies still, basically. Well, we have all those movies, but like it kind of the CGI over time kind of downgraded because oh, I, I, like honestly, like the I mean the new Avatar is fine, but the old Avatar for the time it came out with, I was like, holy shit, this is like golden. You can't get any type of animation like that nowadays. I I mean, sh- sure. I think the only time I noticed that CGI was kind of rough was the new Ant Man. Other than that, I think that I heard Avatar was like it topped itself again when it came to the effects. I, I feel like they just because that's the only thing where I think it topped it because they have been working on that for about five, six, seven years. They have been working on that for a while with all the other movies. It's just like they haven't been working on it. Mm-hmm. And the movies what do pass with good CGI is where it's like 75 percent practical, like uh, Top Gun Maverick last year. It was almost 100% practical. There was like absolutely no CGI in it. All mm. the airplane stunts were 100% real besides a couple one or two like crash kind of landing type things. But that's just that's just well, like I just think there was a lot more time put into it mm-hmm. back then. Well, I think what we can agree on, I mean cuz I'm not sure I agree on what you're saying mm-hmm. because I don't have a huge gun in this fight. I mean, what I'm trying to say about that is like I don't like think strongly one way or the other mm-hmm. but if i had to choose one i'd say cgi's gotten better because back then it felt like cgi was like a big clusterfuck mess on, on the screen sometimes especially when there's like 50 transformers fighting each other in the middle of the desert mm-hmm. i'm like oh there's so much going on i'm just gonna close my eyes for a little bit yeah um so that was my opinion i don't have a big gun in the fight uh you know more about it than i do mm-hmm. i do have one question though yeah. you said earlier you said the, the words transformers and movies. Yes. You said those two in, in conjunction to each other uh, in yeah. a single sentence. I, I believe I did, yes. And in my head, in, in my big analytical brain. Very analytical. It, it, it's, dude, my brain is like seeping out of my ears sometimes. And yeah. when, I, when I go on dates, I'd be like, please don't look. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Um, Lincoln Park comes to mind. Oh, 100%. What I've done. Huh? There was a new Lincoln Park song that mm. came out recently. Yeah. And it has some AI in it. No way. To help recreate the sound of Chester. Is that messed up? That's what I was saying. I'm Is like, I'm up? like, cause I was a big fan. I had like all the albums. I had but all the albums. Here's the thing. Okay, go on. Okay, okay. Finish it. I had all the albums and everything. 
it feels a little bit like grave robbing a little bit like hey wake up we need you we need you again so i don't know what do you think no it's i definitely think it is like morally i think it's wrong morally it's 100 percent wrong but like I think legally they might found a loophole where they're able to. Oh yeah, easy. Like I think morally, one hundred percent, it's wrong. But like, excuse me. I don't. I think if they have the rights, because a lot of people when they get so famous and so big, like your likeness is kind of owned by the things you do. Yeah, or the hundred percent. Work yeah. for like your, your likeness. likeness is owned by it. Even kinda, your character sometimes. Kind of like, like uh, Harrison Ford. They announced that like even when he does pass away, they're gonna CGI his face on the next Indiana. And that films. kind of stuff has already been happening with Leia mostly right yeah 100 percent. but like see for like for the normal people oh and the new fast and furious too that guy's gonna be in it oh yeah yeah so like for normal people i think morally that's like it's kind of messed up but if they have like the rights and the family's consent and stuff like that it's like okay i, I get it but I, I don't know if it still fits like feels right you know kind of like hearing it you know or seeing it so it's definitely very weird. I don't think I would be like the number one supporter of it. What is an artist that has passed away that you would feel so violated and so hurt if uh, if their old record label came out with a full album? A full album? Full al- we'll start small. A full song, 100% AI'd by your favorite dead artist. I'd probably say Michael Jackson. But because he was just a, like a phenomenon, but I don't think I would be the only one to get offended by it. It's like the whole world. I th- yeah, I think multiple generations would too. Yeah, multiple generations, the whole world. Like people think of like Taylor Swift or Harry Styles for being this massive figure. They were they were nothing compared mm-hmm. to Michael Jackson. Like back in the day, Michael Jackson was people. Supreme. He would he would he would do like some sort of flex or some sort of pose, and people would pass out. Pass out. He would like look at someone, point to someone, and they would pass. He had like this godly power to him. He had what's it called? From he had he had um, big dick syndrome. No, he had hockey. Oh, he did have hockey. What is it called? Yeah. Observation uh, hockey. Uh, he had conquerors hockey. He had conquerors hockey. Bro. He was able to like he I, made the pussies quiver till they passed out. To be fair, uh, was it? Um, Harry Styles just did that. Uh, he went. <laughs> it was uh, James. It was James Gordon, the the England talk show late talk show host. Mm-hmm. He uh, it, he was doing his last one because he's moving back to England, so he's doing no more James Gordon. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. After eight years, right? Yeah, um, but he had a bunch of subbers on, like Will Ferrell, Harry Styles. Harry Styles comes out and like this one girl's like fanning over him. He like fist bumps her, and then he walks away. And be you can see behind him, she like just passes out from the fist bump. <laughs> was there like? A medical team on staff? No, no one cared about her. Because <laughs> they're so focused. That's awesome. Uh, James Gordon's a go. What, okay, one last question. I know we're probably, uh, probably close to time. Yes. Is it hot dog? I'm not. It's way hot dog. The dog it's, is roasted. No, the dog's dead? The, the dog is absolutely boiling in oh, the Oh, no. God, we got we to start. Okay, I don't even know what to do. Okay, so <laughs> one last question for you. Okay, I know we gotta move, we'll move on to our next mm-hmm. segment. Um, what... Artists who's alive now, would you personally be offended if when they died, uh, their record label came out with a whole album that was AI generated? I don't really think any artists. Juice just, World. No, he's think, already dead. Sorry. No, it has to be an artist I like respect with their vocals and their singing and their talent. It has to be an artist who. Chance, Childish Gambino. I, I love them both, but it has to be like an artist who like they are absolutely like their writing and their like creative aspects has to be unmatched where vocal AI doesn't even come close to it. 
Because, like, with rap and stuff, I mean, there's been a bunch of Kanye covers already of, like, Kanye singing different songs mm-hmm. with AI. I think it has to be, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think for of, For me, like, it would be Linkin Park, for sure. Linkin Park. I mean, <clears throat> that's already happened. Right. I'm, right. I'm saying that's why I'm offended, because, like, yeah. But, like, that's to be, I don't know, maybe Harry Styles. I, I think Harry Styles is, like, the best this generation has to come when it comes to, like, songwriting and vocal range. And performance. And performance. So, like, you <clears throat> can't match that. And do you it, see his movie, Don't Worry Darling? Yeah. It, I thought it was pretty good. It's very good. And he's in the Marvel Universe. So, it's super awesome. But, like... Yeah, he's an external. Yeah, he's like uh, an internal. Yes. He's internal, yeah. External. He's external. Yeah, he's internal. That's um, what I said. Yeah, I just think he's like, he's too talented to copycat with AI. And like, even if AI advances, it's not going to be like it was original. And that would like offend a lot of people. It would offend me. And your wife, probably. And my wife. We're your, both Harry Style fans. Your poor three foot nine wife. There you go with that joke. You love that one. I haven't said it in a while. Yeah. I just have to let you guys I have to remind you guys how short she is. Next segment? Next segment. All right, guys, we're gonna head on over to commercial break. We worked really hard on these commercials, so please go ahead and take a watch. Uh, if you're still with us, um, hey, hi mom. How's it going? Hope you're doing great. Uh, yeah. Enjoy. Live action role playing. Thunderbolt. Uh, 3,000 in a critical. Dark out critical. Thunder. 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 Thy arts are slain. Excuse me, why? And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You do it. You do it. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, welcome back to the Snack Run Podcast anime portion. Ryan kind of jumped the gun. He was very excited. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I don't know if you're burping or like getting yourself hyped up or something. You're like, <laughs> And I was like, we're back! <laughs> yeah, right, jump the gun. But welcome back to the anime portion of the podcast. Um, we have some really cool, exciting things to talk about. Uh, the, the biggest thing is, Ryan, you want to tell the audience what we just watched? Yes. Yeah, so um, we just wa- we just spent the last nine hours watching the best of Jerry Springer, rest in peace. He just passed away at the age of 93 years old, rest in peace, Jerry mm-hmm, Springer. Mm-hmm. Um, so we watched the best and the worst of Jerry Springer mm-hmm. over the last 10, 15 years. Yes, like uh, The Bridesmaid. Bridesmaids. Uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uh, that one movie he had, Rick, mm. and, Rick and Morty, the special, the two-hour-long special, season finale. That was a good one. Um, Please be quiet now. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, before we hopped in the podcast, I was like, yo, Brady, you have to. You have to. Ugh. I was like convulsing a little bit. You have to catch up with Heavenly Diluted. And I said, okay, yeah, sounds fun. And so we heated up some pizza. We got some brewskis going. Yes, mm-hmm. we, got, we got some brewskis. Your son was going crazy. You're like, Dad, you promised wouldn't, you wouldn't drink anymore. Yeah. And you're like, shut up, son. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. This is generations of hate. <laughs> and motherfucker, stay quiet. He was like, hey, my generation will put an end to your generation of hate. You're like, yeah, whatever. Stick yeah. to Twitter, loser. Yeah, stick to Twitter, you Zoomer. Yeah, you, you go buy your blue check mark. <laughs> not not fucker (gasps) oh my gosh don't say that don't say fart knocker oh (laughs) Ah! Oh my god, I don't want to edit that out. <laughs> a just lot of just work. put a bleep over it, it's fine. I'm not, I'm gonna forget. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna forget, you forget, we, we, we're editing this. Yeah, I'm gonna forget. Brady, don't forget to bleep that out. Hey, future Brady, thanks, man. 
I owe you a coffee. Hey, future Ryan, call me when you're in prison by 602-844-28981. Is that your actual phone number? Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to bleed that out. Okay. Well, anyway, we yeah. we watched um, three, epi- three episodes, three episodes, yeah. three episodes of Heavenly um, Delusion, mm-hmm. and that's one that that's one of the best ones this season. Gorgeously animated, hundred um, percent. Super interesting story. You're I'd not say. wrong. So, oh, your overall thoughts of episodes two, three? Wait, we watched. We, we watched two, three, four, and five. Two, three, four. And five. We watched four episodes, Brady? We watched four episodes. Oh, we watched four episodes. Fuck, we need bitches. <laughs> we need some bitches, man. Yeah, bro, I'll get you a bitch if you get me one. No, I'm good. Uh, uh, yeah, me too. I'm, anyway, I'm, I'm, overall I'm review. Just, yeah, what were your overall thoughts of this season so far? Of, of uh, okay. Heavenly. Here's the thing, guys. I've been, if you see me around the block selling my drugs like mm, I do. Selling his body like because, he does. Because, you know, I need to get it out there. Um... You've been hearing me talk about Heavenly Delusion, also known as Tengoku Demayu. Tengaku. But he talked about it a lot, but he's only seen one episode. But now he's seen more. I've seen four. Um, I've been telling people to fucking watch it. And, like, absolutely watch it. This is not an anime you're going to skip on. This is not an anime you want to wait to binge on. Like, watching it week to week is the thrill. Like, we just caught up to episode five. And now I'm excited for next week to see episode six. Because there's so many mysteries. There's so many different plot elements. There's Uh so much things going on. And here's the thing. It's just not the story. It's the characters. It's the Mm -hmm. animation. Everything is godly. Like four times during during our session, four times he was like, I really like the relationship. Like of the two main characters, Mm -hmm. he's like... like they're 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 silly, they're quirky, they're complicated. And here's the thing, I I love not knowing stuff and then like slowly theorizing and figuring it out. That's this whole fucking thing. Halfway through, you'll be like, oh oh, I think that this is gonna happen. Then the episode finishes, and you're like, oh my, it's not that. <laughs> I was, but <laughs> it's not that. But it might be this. Yeah, so, there like, was like three or four big reveals, like pretty back to back. It felt like. Uh, I personally enjoyed this one a lot so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like gonna be one of the top animes this year. Yeah, it, it definitely has a vibe of like uh, kind of like erased a tiny bit. Plus, mm-hmm. like oh 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 oh. Um, so when I when I first watched it, I, I compared it to The Last of Us, okay. and, then, and then I watched a YouTube video later, and someone had the same like opinion. They're like, yeah, it has like kind of a Last of Us it's vibe. A, it's Apocalypse vibe. I would say Last of Us maybe tied with Erase, even tied with. Honestly, I want to say Tokyo Revengers a little bit because sure. it has like that mystery element of like this is what happened in the past and this is why the future is like this. I'm not entirely sold I'm that sold. one is in the past. I, I, I 100% think that. Okay, sure. I mean, there's a couple different theories. For you who don't watch it, there's basically two different groups you're following. Yes. You're following people in this one kindergarten isolated environment. Then you're following these boy and this girl kind of venturing this like wasteland. Mm-hmm. So I personally think that the environment of the kindergarten, the safe the land, garden, yeah. the garden, I think that's the past mm-hmm. because it kind of lines up. There, there is watching. some backbone to that theory because I don't want to get too much into spoilers here, but there, with the interaction of the baby and mm-hmm. then the kid who broke in to the thing, yes, 100%. it kind of does give some backbone to the idea that the garden part happened in the past. Yes. 
So, so I, I don't know. There's a, that's the cool thing about watching shows like this is you could theorize and you could be wrong or you could be right. I was wrong on four theories halfway through the episode. So I, <laughs> I, I think it's really cool. No, but it was like, fun though. It was fun though. It's, it's super fun. Like it creates community too. It creates it, community. It, it creates, creates conversations. Community. I think that's what's so cool about like I mean you see it in the My Hero community. I see it in the One Piece community. Is every week we're all watching or we're all reading the manga mm. and then leading up to the next release of the next uh, chapter, we're always like, oh, we think this is going to happen or this is going to happen or we noticed this. That's what's so great about these fandoms and communities is you guys get to like talk to one another and be like, oh my gosh, I think this is what's happening or oh my God, I think this is what's happening. So this is a good segue to hop off of. So um, what you just said is interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't really bundle myself up with my hero fans. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't either. Well, let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I wouldn't because either. One Piece fans are older, like mid twenties to early thirties, mm. because because it's been around longer. But I will say, your fandom is pretentious and elitist. My, my fandom, I don't claim them, but the my hero fandom are are little like little zoomies. They're little woke ass assholes. Fairies who smell bad. They're all Ooh. TikTokers. They smell bad, and they're never leaving the parents' basement. And they're just like little jack wagons. I mean, love you guys. I'm part of you guys, technically. Yeah. But I don't fuck with you all. I mean, there's there's good parts. And that's with all fandoms. There's great parts and there's bad parts. I feel like the fandom who follows, there's this YouTuber called Vocal Pineapple. I think that part of the fandom who kind of follows him is really great. Um, and then the smelly, weird, fetish craze My Hero fans. There's one There's one super forbidden, like, My Hero. Uh-oh. What? What? Are you tripping? Your lights turned off. Oh, my lights did turn off. Oh, my gosh. Are like, you tripping? <laughs> oh, the remote's in front of you. I, I was like, did something bad happen? Was it on a timer, maybe? Ah, no, man. Check this out. Boom. Hot damn. Hot dog. All right. Back to the So, take. there's this one forbidden My Hero TikTok that was, like, immediately banned, but, like, or deleted, but, um, obviously, there's there's still proof of it around. What was it? <sighs> was it really, like... Okay, so I, I mean, we don't earn money from these videos so far yet, but I'm pretty sure if we were to be, this might get demonetized. Okay. But this is this actually happens. We're not going to put it up? Oh, yeah. Do you want to play it? Okay, hey, let's just play it. Go ahead and play it. No, maybe not. Yeah, no. Is it going to get us canceled? Um, like, well, what is it? Yeah, maybe, maybe you can cut this out if, if you think it's too gross and too weird. But this actually happened. So no, I don't on care. TikTok, uh, this girl, I guess, took like, was like playing in like her uh lady blood on the floor and wrote out some of the characters names on the floor and the lady fluids were maybe like the, of the red variety and so uh yeah uh, there are some super cringe fans out there uh, oh, obviously, there's also that other one where Midoriya has like the the Midoriya cosplayer has the um, VR on, and he's like, he's like, oh, he's going to town and fucking like the, the he's playing the hentai game and like doing like the the balloon person. Not in his room, in a public convention. Yep, a public place, <laughs> very public place. Uh, that first one, I've never heard of that one. That kind of crazy, right? Absolutely insane. After I heard that, I mean, I I was I kind of fucked with the the My Hero community, but I, after that, I definitely I definitely I was, I was like, you know what, like. That's- Right, and they just thought it was okay to post that. That everything about that screamed mental health. Oh, 100%. And like, I need help. Like, and like, my parents didn't love me. Holy shit. 
What name is she writing? It starts with a B and ends with a go. Bakugo? <laughs> he's right above you, man. Thanks, Brady. He's, he's all yep. right. Yeah, that's my people. I love you guys. Yeah, I would. I never yeah. want to hear. So you, I never want to hear I, you talk you, shit you, about you, my fandom. <laughs> that's that's something else. I will. Okay, I don't. I don't remember the Hunter Hunter fandom that well, but I remember them being so annoying on Twitter. It's bad. I remember. I remember them being so annoying on Twitter that I actually ended up. Um, like uh, there's you mute words. So if anything has to do with like a certain word, you can just mute that word. And so I got rid of all the Hunter Hunter I ones. I don't think Hunter Hunter's bad. I've, I mean, I've never personally encountered any bad Hunter Hunter people. But, like, because I also think, I don't think it's as big as it could be. Like, honestly, it's big, obviously. Like, it's 100% big. But, like, I personally don't run into a lot of, like, Hunter Hunter fandom type crazy people at all. The people I do run into is, like, just, like, crazy. Any new content of Hunter Hunter, though, is all in manga form. So, like, you know, it, it gets more mainstream if it gets animated. Yeah, true. <clears throat> Um, do you know I've been clowning? Do you know what community I've been clowning on a lot lately? What? And like, like every other day, I kind of log in, say some shit, and leave. What is I've it? been clowning on the Dragon Ball community a lot. You and, love clowning on them, but more so this you week because I, love some it. people brought it up how they're how they're total trash, and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah! And I just like I just like kept stoking the fire. Yeah, you love stoking. I said them something. I said fire. something really <laughs> fucking rude about you, some, about something. You Hold love on. stoking. Them I, I thought it was so funny that I, I wrote it down. Yeah, you find it. Um, it, the the Dragon Ball community has such a grasp, and they they know they're kind of a joke to a point. No. There's there in in Japan. There's a giant art district. There's a huge anime art museum there, and they have a huge statue in front of Yamcha who got blown up. You know that one pose? Yeah, it's the yeah. like pathetic pose. They have a statue of that in front of the art like museum. Mm-hmm. I was like, the Dragon Ball community just knows like what the memes are. They're very self aware, I think, and they're even self aware about the can't be Goku joke. Because they're like, uh, you know, some people like are diehard believe it, but I feel like some people in the fandom are like, you know, you can't be Goku, just like want to be quirky and fun because like that's their fandom and they want to fit into the fandom. What's like kind of a bummer because I feel like the Dragon Ball story and community has a lot to offer. It just isn't nope. provided that much. Yeah, it's not provided. It. So you can't say there's not potential there. Because, like, everybody likes the characters of Dragon Ball. I just feel like it's lacking in some departments. Well, Brady, maybe I'm the stupid one. Because I thought I wrote down some of the really funny things I said recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't find it. Well, here's the thing. The maybe you could just take out. You don't have to say maybe. Take out? What? Take out what? Oh, nothing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what he meant. Um, if you know, you know. <laughs> but uh, what I was trying to say is that, like, yeah, I mean, it went along the lines of something like, um, uh, I've been saying this for years, all these dumbass Dragon Ball fans, they all share one single dying brain cell, mm-hmm. and you can't be, they can't be, I said they can't be argued with, they don't understand numbers, they don't understand reason, and it's sort of like trying to explain uh, daylight savings to a child, impossible. Here's the thing, here's a little... Like, What's the thing, Brady? Here's the thing, I enjoy watching old school OG Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, for the nostalgia. Mm. I don't think like it's peak anime. I don't think it's peak entertainment. But I do enjoy watching it for nostalgia reasons. Do you think that's a reasonable way to like watch stuff? Or do you think like... Nostalgia is a hell of a drug. It is. A and that's why I, I like watching it. Because I'm like, oh my god. This makes me feel like I'm young again. This makes me feel like I found the Namek episode. Where Krillin and Gohan found one of the Dragon Balls. And Namek when I was four on VH- VHS. There- 
there needs to be yeah i mean definitely okay so i agree those memories are peak mm-hmm. those memories are gorgeous and amazing i and think never, it, and they're never nothing's ever going to recreate that for you mm-hmm. there needs to be a new word or a new saying or like a new phrasing to help people understand that like this experience was unique to me and my upbringing and it made my childhood awesome and that's awesome for yeah. me but uh i know it's not great mm-hmm. you know I, I think just find that line like drawing that line in the stand of like I like it because I personally grew up with it. It's nostalgic. I don't think it's absolute peak fiction. I'm not mm. going to shove it down people's throat. Mm. The point I'm trying to say is that I'm not hating on Akira Toriyama, and I'm not hating on the new guy mm-hmm. doing the manga. In fact, the new guy is actually really good at writing the manga and very drawing good. it. Very good. I think it's just the fans sometimes who can't get through their thick skull that while this was great and it made your childhood and it's fun to watch, mm-hmm. you know, there is a lot better out there. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And there's even characters that can beat Goku. I'm sorry. No, 100%. I'm sorry. I mean, probably Dragon D Luffy could, or whatever, Dragon D Monkey. <laughs> Monkey D Dragon. That's what I said, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. Yeah. Dude, he just does, like, his 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 um, ultra super mega conquers um, super black hole Nova conquers hockey, and mm-hmm. it's over. You know what's really cool? At the time of this recording, uh, it's nine episodes away, but... Uh, Gear Fifth Monkey D. Luffy is coming out in nine episodes. In nine episodes? I, I know that's like two and a half months or something like that, depending if there's any breaks, but it's still super exciting. You know what's crazy? Are you going to do a watch party? I, I might do a watch party because you know what the animation studio came out and said uh, at Toei? Uh, the animation said, this is something you don't want to miss. And they've never said that about any other episodes. They said... No matter what you watch this year, they were calling out other animes. They were saying, if you watch Demon Slayer, they, they said, if you watch any of our One Piece episodes, if you watch Bleach, if you watched Chainsaw Man, and then they said, if you enjoyed the entertainment arc of Demon Slayer, you're really going to like this. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So they're expecting it to absolutely Server's pop gonna off. Server's going to crash. You know that, right? Oh, Server's 100%. It's Gear Fifth Luffy. This has been like on the waiting list for everybody for a while. So like, I might do a watch party, honestly. But yeah, I, I'm very... Is it going to be a standard 23-minute episode? Uh, I don't know, honestly. They should, do, they should definefinitely do like Wouldn't that be a 40-minute episode. Imagine if they just do the whole fight. Because like once when he turns Gear Fifth, the fight goes pretty smoothly. Like I think once when he turns Gear Fifth, it's only five or six chapters after that. After, uh, like, once when he... Still so much. It is fair. I think the Kaido and Luffy fight beat the record for longest fight compared to the Goku and Frieza fight. I think yeah. Goku and Frieza was, like, yeah. 38 chapters. This has... Mm. This is about, like, I want to know... I want to know... Okay, so... How, no, I was going to say... I was like, I was like, how long was the fight in uh, the the ant arc? The camera and Hunter. I was like, there wasn't any one fight that took a long time. It was a whole arc that took a long time. And that's what I'm thinking. What like in Dragon Ball, um, Frieza versus Goku, it's known as the longest fight because those thirty something chapters, or twenty, I forget how long it was. Maybe only eighteen. Um, those chapters was primarily on Goku and Frieza mm. and Hunter Hunter and mm. One Piece. Right now, those are more of war type things mm. where there's multiple fights going on. Once mm. that's the same with like One Piece. Like yeah, yeah Luffy's been fighting Kaido for a long time, but mm. they you also cut to other fights the whole time. Do you know that um, Hunter Hunter? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, have something else to, I have something else to say about that. But you know that Hunter Hunter only has 400 chapters, and uh, My Hero is two chapters away from beating that? Yeah, My Hero's going to beat In it. In five years, it beat um, 
Hunter Hunter in his like twenty-five year run. Yeah, but the my hero author is able, more able. Right. I, mean, I, I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, catch up, Hunter Hunter. That's guy. like that's like a grown ass man beat up a kid with a stick. Of course, a grown ass man beat up a kid with a stick. That kid couldn't do anything about it. It's sort of it's sort of like making uh, chocolate milk out of milk and then dissing on water because it couldn't do it. Mm. Yeah, it's like applying your refrigerator for running. Right, or sort of like planting something in soil as opposed to planting it in something like I don't know frozen yogurt, yeah. and then dissing on the frozen yogurt plant because it couldn't grow like the soil one. Yeah, yeah. When the frozen yogurt plant could just provide the proper nutrients mm-hmm. with its uh, wife, who has proper nutrients. We are uh, experts at comp- what's these things called? Where we talk about something that- parables on parables. Parallels. Parallels. Parables. <laughs> I don't know what parable is. I, <laughs> I feel. I feel like our brain, our brain cells are kind of. Our brain cells are kind of like. Meteor. See you later. <laughs> this is a. Uh, I feel like this is a longer filming day than we mo- also, than we have. We have. We had a big break in between though. We yeah, watched. True. I want. I want to show you two episodes. We were just fucking of around. Heavenly illusion. <laughs> yeah. We watched four. We were just fucking around. Um. There's one more thing I want to talk about on the same topic that we we're talking about. Yeah. Uh. But up. But up. But up. But up. The same thing that you said that, oh, uh, Luffy fought Kaido for like 50 chapters, but it wasn't always just that fight. It was like mm-hmm. other things going on in the yeah. war. You can say the same thing right now for My Hero. Um, oh, 100%. Uh, the war arc has technically been going on for like 20 chapters, mm-hmm. 25 chapters maybe. Um, but it hasn't all been Shigaraki v. Deku. No, no. In fact, there's like five things going on right now. Yeah, and I think writers who do that are very like knowledgeable about like, they need to cut to other fights or people are going to get bored because you, your character can only do so many action moves in one like chapter like it's it's creative like bouncing around like showing them different types of fights and scenarios go on oh teacher question if you were to write a shonen manga towards the end or if you had a war arc or if you had like a big arc that was going on like, a lot of different fights going on mm-hmm would you scatter them across like five different stories or would you contain it to like two or three things going on? This is how I would do it. It would start as scattered and then I'm a huge guy of team ups. It would start scattered and then the fights would start to merge and bleed over to one another. And then the teams would kind of help each other. So let's say there's two big fractions, but in the fractions, there's about five different fractions. The two head honchos, they get transported somewhere else and they're doing their own thing because that's like the main character you're kind of following. But the smaller other four fractions in the two fractions, they're all fighting separately. And then throughout the fight, when it gets closer to the end, like one or two groups start merging or three or four groups start merging and then they mm. start like working together as teams. So like it was spread out and now it's like once when it gets closer to the climax, it's getting closer and closer, more merging together. If that makes kind of sense. Kind of. Is that how it always kind of goes a little bit? A little bit. Kind I mean, bit. usually, like, once when you're done with your fight, I, I think, who does this? I think Naruto does this, where, like, once when you're done with your individual fight, you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done forever. But, like, once when, in this, in my ideal, once when you're done with your individual fight, you hop over to the next fight, and you double team the one guy or something like that. And you start there m- is, um, merging the fights. It's not popular, but there's, there's an MMA sport like that, where, like, it's a like 2v2, mm-hmm. and then one gets knocked out. Two will be will beat up one person. Yeah, so unfair. But to be fair, like 
you're playing with advantages of like maybe one guy's stronger, maybe one guy's more exhausted and stuff like that. So I think that's that's like kind of like starting them separate, but merging them together throughout the story to get to the climax would probably be best. Kind of like, I like it, Attack on Titan does this really well, where there's all these different pieces, and then eventually they kind of all wind out to this one central point, where I, I'm a big fan of. It's and, really and hard and to it do. Is, it doesn't feel drawn out either. No, no, it doesn't feel drawn out. Yeah, you're right. They did, they did do that pretty well. Oh, um, they're, they're amazing. Especially because they're all conjoined now on the blimp. 100%. Yeah, it's 100%. Like, Titan Science is so good at, like, connecting all these parts. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that's what One Piece kind of finishes with. Because One Piece, like, if you think about it on a timeline, <clears> think of Hunter Hunt or not Hunter Hunt, Attack on Titan as there's all these different points. And then the different points kind of all connect at the end point. What right, what Hunter or what uh, One Piece kind of looks like right now is all these different points, and they're just left open ended. Do we kind of a cool? Um, do you make kind of a cool ending to like a war art kind of thing? What's up? Is that you, like you had all the points, right? I had all the points of the five different people fighting different different other people, <laughs> and he had the main point, the main character fighting the main guy, yeah. and then maybe they clash so hard that it's a time skip to like uh, like maybe the bad guy won or the maybe the good guy won, and then like. Um, Throughout the next arc, you kind of find out what happened as the char- as the main character has passed out. I mean, I think that's happened. I mean, that's really cool, but I think that happened before. Like, where, where you don't get to see the conclusion of the fight, and then you learn about the about fight later. like l- later on and stuff. It's sort of like, like sort of if Luffy got knocked out the first time, mm-hmm. and you just time skipped the whole story. Time skipped when he woke up, like maybe two days later. Yeah, and then it was like him, like kind of in a daze, and they were still under fire or something. No, a hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's like such. I mean, authors have done that before. You think so? Oh, 100%. Well, name one example. I wish I could think of. I no, mean, I, you're right. I, I can kind of see. It there's too. there's a bunch. I mean, I think even with like heavenly, heavenly delusion is the main character got in that accident and they went over surgery, but you don't know what happened during the accident. Like, right. I mean, that's sort of the same thing. Just think about that with not. fights. I mean, did no? I was thinking. I was thinking. I mean, there there has to. If you guys know, put it in the comments. But there there's definitely is like where that happened before, where the main characters like had a fight. I mean, that probably happened in Attack on Titan, honestly, where Aaron went like Titan mode and got in a fight, and then he passes out, and then they had to explain to him like what happened over time. I can't think of anything right now because there's over twenty billion different animes. Do you have any Jewish friends? I have a couple. Are any are any of them black? No. Okay. Does that matter? Well, that's been our time today, guys. Is it? Is it time? Oh, it's 100% time. Okay. Well, um, if you can think of an example, personally tell me. I'd be awesome, I'd be awesome to hear just to kind of discuss. Mm-hmm. Or if you guys have a... Hey, real quick. What's your favorite war arc? It could be in a manga or in an anime. It's already been animated. What's your favorite war arc? Uh, let us know in the comments. Um, we appreciate you guys. Is this episode 12 or episode 11? Uh, who knows? This is episode 12, I'm pretty sure. And if it's not... I'm a liar. All right. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Do your taxes. Wear your seatbelt. Call your mom. Stay hydrated. Bye-bye. See you later.